starting an online business isn't easy. It's not like you just show up and say, oh, like here's my content and people just start flooding in. It's <laughs> nonstop hustling and nonstop work. And you have really high highs and you have really low lows. And um, I think really just the underlying message is just network. Get to know your audience, reach out, talk to people, be genuine and be yourself. Welcome to The Healthpreneur Show with Uriel Kime. We're so glad you're here. Every episode, we're going to bring advice and conversations with experts that will help you grow your health business. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Yuri here with you and welcome to uh, another treat because I've got an amazing online fitness expert and online entrepreneur named Samantha Wallace. We're going to call her Sam because she likes that. Um, but just in case you don't know who she is, let me give you a quick little rundown. First and foremost, she's an entrepreneur, fitness cover model, fat loss specialist, and a health and wellness coach. She's the founder and CEO of Sam Wallace Fitness, an online personal training company where she specializes in helping her clients with weight loss and creating a lifelong, sustainable-based change. And she's based out of the Phoenix, Arizona area. So Sam, welcome to the Health Runner Show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and I'm just so grateful for this opportunity. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm, I'm, it's always great to connect with new friends and people like yourself doing great stuff online amidst all the stuff happening in the world. And I think there's, uh, there's a need for more radiance and positive people like yourself. So it's great to, to give you a moment to talk about your awesome journey and inspire others. Hey, thank you so much. And you know, when it comes to social media, I always want to make sure that I'm creating a safe and welcoming environment because fitness is such a vulnerable journey. So by sharing my vulnerabilities um, and my experience through my own journey in health and fitness, hopefully I can inspire and help at least one person along the way. And at the end of the day, we're in this industry because we care about helping and inspiring and bringing the most value to um, individuals' lives and their health and fitness. Um, so if I can be of any help in that, uh, come on over to my page. <laughs> awesome. Well, you're in, you're in luck because I know we have at least one listener. So I think we'll transform at least one person's life. <laughs> one is just enough. <laughs> there we go. So how did you, how did, what, what is your journey? I mean, I think everyone gets into health, fitness, wellness, because something that they went through, maybe a close family member. Um, what was that for you? Or was there, an, was there a moment like that for you that prompted you to get into the fitness side of things and eventually business and fitness? Yeah. So my journey actually started in my adolescence and my teenage years. Um, I'm, I just turned 26 last month. So I've been in this industry for about seven, eight years now. Um, just to give like a brief little cliff note background of a little bit of what I experienced. Um, I was in competitive dance my entire life. And when you come from a dance world, your body image is everything. Um, we're subjected to uh, you know, costumes and having to have a lean athletic appearance. Um, I mean, this is very different for everyone. But when I was in the studio, that was my safe place. And I went through just complete turmoil at home. Um, I came from a very brutally divorced family. Uh, there was a lot of animosity. Addiction was involved. Um, so I felt like my home life was kind of spiral spiraling out of control. And when you get into the dance world and body image is everything, the only thing we find control over is our nutrition and eating. Uh, unfortunately for me, and fortunately, because um, I guess it kind of blossomed me into fitness, I suffered from uh, a very severe eating disorder. And 
food for me was the only thing that I could control. And that in turn was controlling my body and my appearance. Um, so I ended up falling into a pretty like rebellion teenage life. I was partying and drinking and, you know, doing things that rebellious teenagers do. And when I graduated high school, I was terrified because I wasn't dancing anymore. And I was like, well, how am I going to stay in shape? How am I going to stay thin? I didn't understand building muscle. I didn't understand what went into health and fitness. All I knew is that I just wanted to be thin. Um, so I started going to the gym and I was kind I had no idea what I was doing. I was wandering around aimlessly following other people and YouTube and uh, Instagram was just really starting. So there wasn't resources that we could go to and follow our favorite, favorite influencer and get, uh, you know, a workout to do or how to perform proper form. Uh, so a girlfriend of mine introduced me to bodybuilding in the NPC. She goes, Sam, you've got to do this. You would be great. You would really love it. I think it'll fulfill your uh, competitive side and give you a sense of purpose while pursuing something in the health and fitness world. It's like, yeah, I don't know. When I envisioned uh, bodybuilders, I just thought of like classic bodybuilders, you know, these big, strong, jacked women. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It just wasn't my particular desire. Um, but I was introduced to the bikini division, which is a more feministic, um, muscular base. And it's more of the cover model, uh, look that most women want to achieve. So I ran into my first trainer. He was just branching off to go independent. I followed suit with him and we started prepping for a show and the rest is history. So, um, I got into competing. I had a very successful amateur career. I won two overall titles and six first place finishes. I went and did a couple of national shows, didn't do so well there. Uh, But in that interim, I had experienced an emergency uh, stomach surgery right before my 21st birthday. And that for me was my turning point that I knew health and fitness was my calling. Um, I had an emergency appendectomy with my appendicitis being on the outside of my appendix and I was diagnosed with endometriosis and I had multiple, uh, cuts all over my reproductive organs. So the infection had spread inside. Um, so what would have been a nice little four to six week recovery ended up being six months. And if you've ever experienced a stomach surgery, the thing that I can tell you about it is it is awful. Um, you really are confined to the reliance of others. Uh, you can't get off the couch by yourself. You can't shower by yourself. You can't, uh, use the restroom. Uh, all of your independence is, is really gone. And through that experience, I realized if I'm struggling this bad as in a, you know, a, a more advanced athlete, I can't imagine what other people are currently going through. And if I can be of any help in their journey, I want to be a part of that and giving people back a quality of life. Uh, So while I was going through this recovery process, I um, became certified in corrective rehabilitation, nutrition, and personal training. And I started taking some online clients and it was all PDF format and sent through a spreadsheet uh, via email. It wasn't really effective, but I was doing it on the side. Um, Once I was able to walk and get back to my quality of life again, I started training in person and I realized there wasn't really much money in the commercial space and building a clientele and you're in non-compete contracts. So I stepped back and focused on school. Uh, During that time, I was going to school as a pre-med student, um, you know, working for my BA to then eventually apply for uh, 
medical school. And I realized I don't want to spend the rest of my 20s and even my early 30s like slaving away to school and missing out on life. Um, so I started coaching with Orange Theory for a little bit. I had an opportunity there, ended up landing a cover model opportunity, and then the pandemic hit. And I was bartending in this interim, just trying to make as much money as I could to eventually start my online training business. And when the pandemic came, my entire industry was just shattered. So I didn't have a job and I was a new business owner. And um, my six month goal ended up taking place over the course of 72 hours. And I can tell you it was the best decision I've ever made. I've been able to help over a hundred men and women, uh, transform their lives since March. So we're not even a year in yet. Um, I'm fully sustainable and making more money than I ever did bartending or working two jobs and living paycheck to paycheck. And I have more, um, flexibility and freedom in my life. So as an entrepreneur, I think it's the best decision that's ever been made. But on the contrary, I'm able to help people really create and find value um, and create lifestyles out of health and fitness. And there's no greater feeling than being able to watch someone run with their kids for the first time or finally lose that uh, 45 pounds they've been trying to lose for 10 years or seeing somebody just feel that true, genuine self-confidence about themselves. It's not only their win, but a little piece of it is your win. And you just can't beat that. That's amazing. That's an amazing story. Thanks for sharing that. That's, that's inspiring. So how do you, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening or watching to this are thinking like, how did you go from, so when you said six month goal to 72 hours, I'm assuming you said, you know, I want to come online in about six months and kind of build this thing up. And then every, all the gyms and the fitness industry got just like slammed shut down by COVID and you're like, Okay, I've got three days. Yep. <laughs> yeah, which is great. Sometimes, like, you know, the best things come out of necessity. Um, how did you go from that to a hundred clients? Like, how like how did you even find those people? How did they find you? And yeah, talk to us about that. Yeah. So before um, before the pandemic happened, I was working two jobs. I was working eighty hours a week, um, and I was just at my rock bottom. I had actually started working with a business coach at that time. And I was like, I, I remember calling him and I was just bawling. And I'm like, this cannot be my life anymore. I am at rock bottom. I can't do this. I, I don't want this to be my life. And um, my family, we experienced three deaths in the span of five weeks uh, heading into Christmas last year. And I feel like when we go through grief, we're awaken to what our purpose is in life. And grief is very heavy, but I think that it can also be very motivating and inspiring if you um, mentally train yourself to use it in the right way. So it got me thinking a lot about what my life was, what my purpose was, if I was giving back uh, to the community in the way that I felt satisfied and was I really genuinely living to my fullest potential to help people in the way I was able to. Um, and my answer at that time was no. So I quit my nine to five job. And I was like, I'm just going to sustain myself bartending. I make great money doing it. Um, I have more flexibility and I'm going to take the next six months working with my business coach to develop out this business of what I want it to be. And then once I start making enough money to sustain myself, I'll leave the bar industry and I'll start running my full-time business. So started going great the first month and then the pandemic hit and I remember getting on the phone with my coach and 
I was like, so we've, we've got to go for this. This is really our time. This isn't the place to shut down and, you know, start retracting. We have to start giving value and we have to start reaching forward because people are at home. I have an online presence. I, that I do this in my leisure for fun to share my journey, but this is, this is the reality of what life is. And this is what's really going to be the pivotal factor of changing going forward. And I think the pandemic really opened people's eyes to a, their health, that it's important to take care of it. Uh, B that, Oh my gosh, like, you know, the internet has so much value if used in the right way that we could really spread a positive message about helping people through this difficult time. Um, so I just, started posting at home workouts. I started posting value to what my ideal client would, would need and what they want to see. And they started just kind of reaching out and they're like, Oh my gosh, Sam just went full time with training. I think I'm going to take her up on this. I have so much downtime and free time. Um, and then it just kind of snowball affected from there. But starting an online business isn't easy. It's not like you just show up and say, oh, like here's my content and people just start flooding in. It's nonstop hustling and nonstop work. And you have really high highs and you have really low lows. And um, I think really just the underlying message is just network, get to know your audience, reach out, talk to people, be genuine and be yourself. Because I, I know for me, I started following, falling into the headspace of comparison and I would see other, um, influencers or other women that were running coaching businesses that had hundreds of thousands of followers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they, they can do it because they already have the leads there. Well, that's not true. Just because somebody has a high following doesn't mean that they're making money off of it. It's about the value that you're providing and attracting the right people that are for your specific niche. Because I could have, you know, I have 11.6 thousand followers, but I will tell you right now that out of those 11.6, maybe only 10% are within my niche and actually care about the value being delivered. So clickbait isn't everything. It's attracting the, or not staying um, stagnant on the idea that if I get less likes, I'm going to make less money. What you're doing is you're targeting out the people that aren't really there for your message or what you provide and you're increasing value to those that are there for that message, which in turn puts more money in your pocket. So, um, that was the hardest lesson that I had to learn. <laughs> was sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a journey, as you mentioned, what I love what you mentioned though, is like, even when times were tough, your focus was how can I be of service? Exactly. Right. You know, and I'm sure there's moments of like, I need to make this work and there's fear and so forth, but it was, and this comes across very easily in our conversation. It's like, you just come from a place of wanting to serve and help others. And I think that's really powerful because I think a lot of people don't necessarily have that mindset. They're, they're like, how do I get some for me? Right. How do I take, take, take? And you're thinking of how do I give, give, give? Has that, has that always, I mean, you talked about your journey, but how, like that's obviously worked out pretty well for you, right? Like come from that place of just being of service have you noticed people, I don't know, in passing or in conversations with potential clients, have they mentioned anything about that in terms of like just how they feel seeing your stuff or hearing from you or like seeing your posts or hearing your messages? Do, do they feel that? Have you yeah. seen that at all? Yeah, that's 
Honestly, I, I, I joke with my clients all the time um, that my real title should be Sam Wallace, therapist, <laughs> mental health expert, and then personal trainer, lifestyle transformation coach, sure. um, because it really does go in that order. And when you start working, well, A, we get into the health and fitness space as coaches because we care about the health and well-being of others. And this isn't just about your physical transformation. Anybody can follow a nutrition plan. Anybody can follow a training program and get results. But what is that doing for your longevity and what is that doing for your life? That stuff starts with our internal mindset and our internal feelings. Like you mentioned earlier, we all get into health and fitness for a reason, whether we're going through a divorce, we're going through just a spiritual awakening and we just want to redefine who we are. Maybe it's to lose weight and maybe it's just to have a little bit of self-confidence or a little bit of meaning or added value to that. But either way, we all come to fitness as a form of therapy and healing. Um, so one thing that I experienced in, in the past working with previous coaches is that I was taught how to do all of the biomechanics, but I wasn't taught how to heal my inner self. And me showing up to social media or showing up to the fitness industry from a place of just being genuine and raw and who I am, it's allowed me to attract people with the same mindset and the same personality. So I'm not attracting leads or clients that are just here to mess around or just kind of want like some half, you know, half, half results. I'm working with people that actually are coming to the space saying, no, I am ready to transform my life. I, I'm done with the, the habits that I've been um, experiencing. I'm, I'm done being on this hamster wheel. I am ready to truly open up to my inner self and really genuinely treat myself in a healthy manner because I deserve that. Um, and so that's the message that I've been able to help women uh experience and create for themselves and men included. Uh, but that's really where the transformations come from is the mental mindset. Because when you think about lifestyle transformations or fitness transformations, we go into it with a physical goal of I want to lose 20 pounds or I want to, you know, have this like lean appearance and feel good and sexy in a bikini or a bathing suit and take my shirt off at the pool. But that's great. But what are you going to do after that? How are you going to sustain that? How are your actions in your current life supporting what you want to do? Um, so we really break down the basis of that and help people um, create that for themselves. And it does look different. Uh, but that's the number one compliment that I do get. And this sounds so conceited saying it, but I, I get the compliment of, hey, you know, I went into this thinking that this is what my journey was going to look like. But in turn, I actually realized that I was on a healing journey for my inner self. And that value at the end of the day is better than what any physical transformation could bring me. And as a coach and as somebody who just is in this industry, because I genuinely care about helping people and genuinely care about their well-being, that's the best compliment you can ever receive. Because at that point, you just changed somebody's life. Mm -hmm. You didn't just give them a physical appearance. You gave them the tools to find genuine happiness and genuinely support themselves and create a lifestyle out of this. And um, honestly, I think too many coaches come into this industry because they see money. And I'll tell you what, when you chase money, money keeps you broke. When mm -hmm. you chase happiness and you chase, you know, really helping people become the best versions of themselves, that's when your bank account prospers. But that's not why we do this. We do yeah, this. Results. Yeah, we do yeah. this. Because we can't, like, I care about you. And yeah. 
I'm sorry, but money will never buy that happiness and it'll never provide that for you. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I mean, it's very evident that that comes across. And I think that's, it's a message that, as you said, I, I hope more people and more coaches really take to heart because you have to love what you do. Like you have to, you, like you have a lot of amazing before and after testimonials on your website, but how do you display someone's internal transformation, right? Like some people say, well, the external is the outcome of the internal, which may be true. Um, but I think great coaching is just that. It's like, it, it's the the intangibles, like the things like, I thought I was coming in to lose 20 pounds. I came out as a new person. Like those are the real, that's when I think that's when you know you're doing a great job as a coach. And yeah. You know, like you let people know, like it's not going to be easy, but you know you're here because you've been trying the easy route for, you know, for maybe too long. So I, I think it's amazing. And you don't have to feel conceited about that. You should <laughs> shout it from the mountaintops because more people need to hear it. It's Thank great. you. Well, it's hard. It's like you want to. You always want to remain in a humble space, um, especially when you're talking about like really transforming people's lives because you're. I think at the end of the day, you're going to meet more people that you don't vibe with than you are people that you really are going to, you know, change their lives. And I've experienced my fair share of that. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, people have to want to change and they have mm-hmm. to want to they have to get to that place. And sometimes you're that stepping stone for them to like realize that they're not there yet. And it's okay. Cause you give like some sort of value or help them in some small way, but it's the people that come to you and actually discover who they are and discover their themselves in the process. Um, I actually just made a post about one of my clients uh, right before we hopped on this call, uh, who was one of those success stories. And I mean, is becoming one of those success stories and it's, it's truly just indescribable. Um, but The one thing that I will say about attracting your tribe is showing up authentically you and just always remaining true to who your core beliefs are. And um, especially when it comes to running a business, because if you try to put on this persona of like, this is who I want to be, you're going to attract people that aren't within your like personality frequency. And Mm -hmm. that makes it difficult because you never drop that veil to be able to like emotionally connect with them. And if people don't feel trust with their coach or feel that safe space, it's, it's just a spiral and a snowball effect of just frustration for both sides. They're not going to get the best results that, you know, they need. And you're going to be burning your wheels miserable in your position because you're waking up helping people that you, you can't help. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm very blessed and I'm very humbled to wake up and do something that I'm passionate about and my job doesn't feel like work. It feels like a hobby and I just am so grateful for this. That's so good. That's awesome. You mentioned um, your business coach and talk to me about that because I'm assuming that was kind of pretty early on in your journey and there's many other people out there who say they want to achieve a result and they know they need coaching but they don't get it for financial reasons or other. Why did you make the decision to invest in coaching so early on instead of saying, maybe I'll do that later? And what is what did, what did it help you do that you maybe you would not have been able to do on your own? Yeah. So um, I actually put off business coaching for like a year and a half. Like I, I had in my head, I knew I wanted to work for myself and I, I just like couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. Um, And 
I was, I think I just wasn't there yet. Like I was 99% ready to take that leap into entrepreneurship, but we got so caught up in the financial side that like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay my bills or how am I even going to afford this? And I think that it was just getting to that mental breakdown of like, I don't want this to be my life anymore. Like something has to give. And when you reach that place, it's like that money always monetizes itself. It always comes back around. So sitting on the what if idea of am I going to be broke is going to keep you broke when you could make an investment and then triple or even quadruple or 10x that investment amount. And for me, money has always been my financial setback. I came from the service industry. I rely on, you know, a good night to pay my bills. And so I knew what it was like to be broke and to hoard money and to work for eight months out of, or, you know, four months out of the year to save, to pay my bills for the remainder of the year. Um, so when I made that decision, it was very scary for me because I'm like, I don't have, I have 10 grand sitting in my account, but like, what if I lose my job? And what if like, I, I can't pay my bills? Well, come to find out I did lose my job because we went into a <laughs> pandemic and we shut down, but that investment, I made that back within the first honestly, like the first two months. And for me, I was like, this is worth it. But if you don't take that risk and you don't take that chance, you're forever going to have that regret or that second thought of like, what if? And I would rather act and fail in the process because what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to end up right right back where you are. Mm -hmm. Why not just take a chance with somebody that you trust and see where it goes? It may be one of the best decisions you make in your life. And not only did I invest in one coach, I actually went on to invest in a seven-figure mastermind program. And I work, um, you know, hand in hand with coaches that are making seven figures doing the same thing that I'm doing and running, um, you know, their own full-time businesses. I mean, in this mastermind, I'm seeing people that are literally clearing a hundred thousand dollars a month. And when you put that into perspective that that person was there only or in your shoes only a year and a half, two years prior to that, like, how could you not take that risk of investing in your business, investing in your future, investing in yourself? Um, because that could, if you work hard enough, that could potentially be you. And, I mean, I'm standing here before you. I I don't have it all figured out. I'm learning. I'm growing. I, you know, I'm not making like millions of dollars or yes. even, you know, clearing six figures yet. But when you look at a trend and you look at how your numbers and your gross and your net is increasing each month, it foreshadows what's to come. So if anybody is thinking about investing in a business coach, one, do your research, make sure that you are working with somebody that has already accomplished what you want to accomplish and also successfully helped others. Um, don't just jump at the first chance you get because they're like, oh, my program is $14,000 or my program is 20K buy-in. That doesn't guarantee you money. <laughs> um, so more expensive doesn't always mean more value. Um, but I also think it's a matter of like, hey, what do you want to accomplish? Um, who's who's done it already? Who's helped other people get there? What is their social proof? Uh, and is that really the right fit for me? So interview business coaches, interview them because they're coming on to essentially work for you. Um, but you have to in turn have that relationship to work for yourself. So it's really, really good stuff. Um so many good nuggets here. Yeah, this is really, really valuable. Thanks so much, Sam, for sharing your journey and sharing lessons learned along the way. And again, like this is just the beginning. I have no doubt you'll be in a pretty amazing place in a year, three years, five years, 10 years from now because of the way you approach 
what you do. It's not about the money. It's about serving people. The money follows. And that's, yeah. uh, that's just a great way to live and great way to, to run a business. So I want to commend you for that attitude and that perspective mm-hmm. on life. I think it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I had um, one person actually tell me today, they said, you're a little person with a monster mentality. And mm. I said, you know, that's actually that's really a really not directed towards me personally, but that's a great way to look at it. You know, be a, be a small fish in a big pond with a bigger mentality and don't be afraid to dream big. Um, but if you're going to dream big, you have to act on those dreams. And if you sit in a limiting mindset, um, you're not going to be able to project yourself forward. So don't be a perfectionist, take imperfect action and um, fine tune it along the way and always find a downfall as an opportunity to uh, learn and grow from it. And when you're faced with that adversity, uh, just look at it as, hey, what can I learn from this? How can I fix this and prevent this from happening going forward? So be a problem solver. There we go. Awesome. Thanks so much, Sam. That's great. What is the best place for people to follow your work online and maybe get in touch with you about some coaching if they want? Yeah, absolutely. So um, right now I am encouraging everyone to go to my website, samwellisfitness.com and subscribe to my email list. Uh, Just in case things get a little hairy and maybe social media gets a little crazy. um, I definitely want us to be able to connect and I don't want people to miss out on a special email list opportunities like uh, sales and free nutrition recipes, workouts, um, supplement giveaways and stuff like that. So samwellisfitness.com, subscribe to my email list. If you like what I'm about and you are interested in coaching, you can fill out an application and schedule a free discovery call. Um, If you want to connect on social media, I'm very active on Instagram. So you can follow me at Sam Wallace Fit. Um, I generally am in touch with everybody that sends me a DM and um, I love connecting with others. So that sounds like a great space for you. Let's connect. Perfect. That's amazing. Samantha Wallace, thank you so much for taking the time and being with us on the Healthpreneur Show. This is a really nice treat. Uh, for all of you guys watching and listening, hope you guys got some great value and nuggets out of this one. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks so much for your time, Sam. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. If you are tired of trying to grow your business and want to know the proven steps that have generated over $100 million for our clients, head to healthpreneurgroup.com slash show to watch our free masterclass. On this masterclass, Yuri will show you the four-step system that predictably fills a health business with qualified ready to buy clients. You don't want to miss this. Again, that's healthpreneurgroup.com slash show. So head to healthpreneurgroup.com slash show or click the link in the show notes. We'll see you next time on the Healthpreneur Show with Yuri Elkheim.